This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Good morning, Chicago, and happy Monday. I'm Sarah Stark, in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. Later today, there's going to be a rally downtown to raise awareness about the overdose crisis. The End Overdose Now rally is led by the Illinois Harm Reduction and Recovery Coalition. WBEZ's Patrick Smith talked to Chelsea Lalaberte Barnes, who leads the coalition. She says 10 Illinoisans die from overdoses every day. And unless you're on the street or you're working with people, it's really hard to see it. Um, but, but it is dire and we're exhausted. And um, we need to stand up and protect people who use drugs. They're worth protecting. They're human beings. The goal of the rally is to push state lawmakers to take action to prevent overdose deaths. That includes funding for overdose prevention sites, especially on Chicago's south and west sides. Governor J.B. Pritzker recently signed a law that will require pay transparency in job listings. WBEZ State House reporter Alex Degman reports the law applies to businesses with 15 or more employees. If they're hiring for a position in Illinois, they'll have to include a salary range and a description of benefits that come with the job. Companies will still be liable if a third party they hire doesn't include that information, but they'll get a chance to appeal and fix the issue before being punished. There's one exception. The rule doesn't apply to more generic help-wanted ads. This kind of legislation is typically aimed at reducing gender and race-based pay gaps. It'll take effect in 2025. I recently learned that Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Janoulias is also the official state librarian. And on Friday, he announced 146 grants for libraries and other organizations that support literacy. My colleague Adora Namigade reports the grants add up to more than $27 million. That money will support programs aimed at improving reading levels and assisting people with vision and hearing impairments. Here's Janulius. Another key priority of mine will be a laser-like focus and commitment to adult literacy in every single community, but especially in low-income and underserved communities. This round of grants will go to groups like the Reaching Across Illinois Library System and the Arab American Action Network. And even more Secretary of State grants are expected to direct $65 million to libraries around the state by the middle of next year. In more money news, the Illinois Treasurer's Office is sending out more than 66,000 checks to people across the state. The checks will be cut from the treasurer's unclaimed property collection. Illinois Treasurer Mike Frerichs says a new money match mechanism cross-checks state databases like voter registration and DMV records to see if somebody who's owed money still lives here. If we can confirm that that person with that Social Security number is living in Illinois at that address, we will send them a letter first telling them that a check is coming, and then we'll just mail them a check. The letters will go out this month, with checks arriving a few weeks later. Some will be worth as much as $5,000. You can check if you're owed money at iCash.IllinoisTreasurer.gov. And now for a few quick hits. 
After some back and forth, the Logan Square Farmer's Market did happen yesterday, and Logan Boulevard was closed to traffic for the first time in the market's history. The Sunday Farmer's Market has grown a lot in recent years. Block Club Chicago reports it now brings in around 15,000 shoppers each week. Organizers said last Wednesday they were going to cancel the market for a week, citing safety concerns. As you can imagine, vendors who rely on the market for their income were not happy. But the permits to close the street to cars ultimately came through in time to hold the market after all. The Chicago Triathlon became a duathlon yesterday when race organizers canceled the swimming portion of the race. The Chicago Sun-Times reported this was due to choppy conditions on Lake Michigan, which were deemed unsafe for less experienced swimmers. The racers just completed the running and biking arms of the race. I mean, that's still a 24.8-mile bike ride and a 6.2-mile run. Some crossed the finish line in under two hours. After last week's record-breaking heat, it's shaping up to be a cooler week. Sunny today with a high of 77 near the lake and a low around 64. And pumpkin spice latte season is already upon us, so soak up the beautiful August day we're having while you can. And that's it for now. Later today, Chicago has millions of dollars allocated toward homelessness programs. Investigative reporters Rachel Hinton and Manny Ramos looked into how it was getting used. We found that only a fraction has been spent over the past two and a half years. About 15 percent of it uh, total has, has been spent so far. Aaron talks with Rachel and Manny about why so much money is going unspent today at 2 p.m. Thanks for listening. 